are so happy you're here for another episode of the Marriage Podcast. We're going to talk about love language number uno. Welcome to the Marriage Podcast Network, helping you find and keep passion and fun in your marriage. Broadcasting from Tuscola, Texas, here are your hosts, Trey and Corey Gibson. Well, hello and welcome to this episode of the Marriage Podcast. This is the show where we help you find and keep passion and fun in your marriage. That's right, baby. The date today is May the 30th, 2013. We have an awesome topic today of love language number one. What are we talking about when we talk about love languages, guys? We've been building up to these series for quite a while under the premise that these are the ones that are some of the most important, the most foundational. And if you can't get these parts squared away with what is your spouse, what kind of love language do they have, I'm telling you, everything else that we talk about falls short in terms of what it can do. Uh, before we get into this, guys, I do want to issue a quick disclaimer. We are recording this. We've got some uh, weekend plans planned. And so as such, we do, um, we're do. we recording at kind of a different time where we still have at least one kiddo that is still in this house right now. And uh, so you guys may hear some random the hoots. Baby. Yeah, you might hear some hoots and some hollers and some squeaks, some squeals, some laughs, some cries, whatever's going on. Who knows? They might toot or something like that. But you may hear some unusual noises you're not used to hearing. <laughs> that is, as Corey said, our little baby, his little Charlotte. Maybe we'll get her on the mic here in just a little bit. But... Anyway, I'm here with my beautiful bride and wonderful wife. Corey, how are you? I'm wonderful, actually. At Oh, sorry. Still getting used to this mic. No, I'm good. I'm good. That hey, was, yeah, thanks for that good. super descriptive there. <laughs> no, okay, so okay, awesome. okay. So I, I love doing crafts, but I never do them. So I have like a mountain of stuff to do crafts with. So I was actually looking on Pinterest and, uh, sorry, and... Uh, I was just kind of getting excited about these crafts that I wanted to make real quick, so I was I was momentarily distracted. Oh, I see. So you're not invested into this marriage podcast right now because you're. I'm sorry. Who made the show notes for today? That is true. Okay. Yeah. I'm down. yeah. Before we get into that, yeah. guys, let's get into our housekeeping for today. <laughs> if you guys want to get notified of new episodes, there is a simple and easy way that you can do that. If you go to themarriagepodcast.com, over on the right hand side, you will see that there is a tiny little bar that says email notifications. Never miss an episode of Corey and Trey. What are we talking about there? That is your way to enter your name and your email address. Every time that Corey and I put out a new show, you will get a tiny little email that just says, Hey, we got a new show out, and this is kind of what it's about. We do that to make sure that you have access to the show at any time that you need to in any way that you want it. So that way you can wake up that morning and take a look at what the podcast topic was for the marriage podcast and say, Oh, dang, we need to listen to that today because you never know. If you're listening to this right now, you or your spouse may be this love language today, love language number That's one. Right. And you need to know. If you are, you need to know. And if they are, you need to know. It's vital. So yeah. you can actually stay on top of that. Go to thefamilypodcastnetwork.com, enter your name and email address in. Uh, we do not spam your address. We keep that only to ourselves. Guys, also don't forget, we have a Facebook page for The Marriage Podcast. If you look at the very top left-hand corner of themarriagepodcast.com, you will see three little icons there. One is to subscribe to the RSS feed. The next one is the Facebook. And the other one is the Twitter account that we have for The Marriage Podcast Network. Go check us out, guys. We love to talk to you guys. We yes, look for we different do. ways to connect. If you've got a Facebook account, like us. Because we chunk all of these over on Facebook. Do you chunk these over on Facebook? No. Let's say yes. So we're going to start chunking those on <laughs> Facebook. You know, I do sometimes. And sometimes I truly just space out about it. So we will be more consistent about that. Yeah. Or else you can fire us. <laughs> and next up, guys, if you have any questions, comments, thoughts, concerns, you can always do that. You can contact us in a bunch of different ways. Oh, before, hey, hey, before we get into tell that, I forgot. Me. We've got this new ways to do this. If you want to support the show. You can actually do that by going to thefamilypodcastnetwork.com and clicking on the Become a Member podcast link there. When you do that, it'll set you up for a way that you can actually support the show. If you feel like you're getting 
30 cents out of these episodes. Actually, it's a little more than that because it's a show one, one show a week. But if you feel like you're getting supported by the sister stations of the, the Podcast Network, the Marriage Podcast Network, the Family Podcast Network, the Real Family Guys Podcast, there are ways that you can support the show by becoming a P-Tacker. That's just our little fun little thing over there. You'll have to go check that out. And uh, But consider supporting the show. It helps us keep the lights on. It's one of the things that we want to be doing full-time. And uh, once we go full-time, we'll start kicking more of these out for you guys on a yeah, regular basis. you got that right. Now, moving on to my last point. If you guys have any questions, comments, topics that you want to hear from Corey and I and encouragement you want to throw us man i really appreciate y'all's uh, thoughts on this or what are y'all's considerations on that or what should we do about this we love answering those questions we can do that in a private matter or in a um also in a, in a public matter we can also throw it out in the, the show and answer the question and uh, you just let us know which one you want us to do you can do either one and it is your choice whenever you uh, do these things we've provided different ways that you can touch base with us guys one way you can email us at Trey at TheMarriagePodcast.com and Corey at TheMarriagePodcast.com. You can send those to either one of those that you're comfortable with. Uh, you can also send us an internet voicemail over on the side. You'll see where it says Send Voicemail. If you click on that little doodad, that will give you a little place. And as long as you've got a microphone connected to your computer, then you can record directly into that just like you would if it was a phone and leave a voicemail for us that we can throw up on the show, get you the topic that you wanted to hear about or the encouragement you want to throw out as well. We love that kind of stuff as well. Guys, you can also call if you're on a phone, 661-PARENT-0. That is the uh, number that we use for the Google Voice account over at The Family Podcast. But as long as you start the uh, email, the message out, this message is for Corey and Trey over at The Marriage Podcast. Then ask your question first. Don't give us details at the start. We've got a lot of people that will often call in, and uh, they'll get cut off before they can ask their question because there's only 90 seconds. So ask your question first, then jump into your details, and we can edit to fit with the question already asked at the start. And then, guys, last, you can always jump over to the Facebook uh, page. We've had a lot of folks that have asked us questions over there and uh, the, the private messaging uh, at Facebook. We love to touch base with you guys in any and every way that we possibly can because this show is also about you guys and connecting with y'all. So let us know what you got, what you want. We'll see you about Megan and Hopper. That's right. All right, Corey, any other housekeeping before we wrap it up today? Yeah, I think we're good. All right, so we're going to get into our topic for today. This is episode 25. Can you believe that? 25 episodes. That's cool. Wow, that is cool. What'd you say to me? Words of affirmation. That's right. We're going to talk a little bit about love language numero uno today. We are. We're going by the order of the book. I know. I think last week I'd mentioned we were going to go time first, but we went by the order of the book. So if you are reading the book, we yeah. will be going the same order. Did I well, say order enough? Yeah. No. Well, it's good because we want to make sure <laughs> that we, we want to kind of create a level of continuity with you yeah. guys to keep the flow. So as you got, hopefully, I mean, the best bet is you guys are going to read a chapter and then we'll discuss it that week with you. But I mean, the reality is you may read ahead anyway, but at least it'll be in the order that we come across. Yeah. It. So anyway. We're going to talk a little bit about love language number one. You're going to hear quite a bit of talking from me today. The reason for that is, is guess what one of my primary uh, love languages is? That's right. You guessed it. It's words of affirmation. Let me. Corey is going to pipe in a lot today because, because of that. Corey has had to become a level one Zen master at words of affirmation. Can anybody tell me why? Of course it's because it's one of the ways that I hear I love you more than any other way. Uh, uh, there's a couple. Of, there's actually a couple that we're going to talk about during the series, but today's going to be words of affirmation. So, Corey, why don't you tell us a little bit about love tanks? Yeah, first we're going to talk about love tanks, and and I can't remember if you've heard us talk about this or not. Love tanks can span across all relationships: your marital, your relationship with your kids, your work, friends, so on and so forth. But a love tank, a love tank, is what we each inherently have within us. And by what people add to or take away, they are either filling our love tank or depleting our love tank. So with the five love languages, the idea is that we want to keep a love tank above empty 
at all times. Because when we start depleting from a love tank, we get into the empty, which gets us in trouble. Another way that you might even think about this is, let's call it a love bank. Now, guys, first off, we acknowledge that these are kind of cliche. They're kind of corny. And, yeah, and, and they are. They help you, know, you remember. They, they, they really are. Remember. It's a good way to conceptualize. So you got to think about your relationship with your spouse as maybe even like a bank account, right? So in a bank account, you start out with $0. When you put money in, what do we call that? A we call deposit. that a deposit, right? Yeah. We deposit into our account, and then it goes up in however amount we put in, right? And so you can put a small amount in, you know, 10, 20, 100 bucks. You can put large, 1000 $100,000, right? And so you can make different varying deposits, right? And so, you know, you build up your deposits as you continue to make more. But then let's say you need to withdraw money out for some reason, right? What do we call that? That's our withdrawal. We withdraw yeah. the money out, right? So let's say we keep making withdrawals out of our account. Withdraw, 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 withdraw. And then we hit zero. Well, then what happens if we make another withdrawal? Non-sufficient funds, yeah. overdrawn, you're in the red now, right? And so the goal of effective banking is to do what? Is to always be making more deposits than you are withdrawals. Relationships operate on the same principle. Very much so. So if I come home today and I bring my wife a huge bouquet of roses, right? Which one did I just do? Deposit or withdrawal? I made a deposit. Now, we're going to talk here later in the series, and probably some today as well, that that's not a huge deposit to my wife, but it is. It's still a deposit. Yes. It's, still a, yeah. it's still an affirmation of, I see you, I love you, my affections go to you, even if it's not really her, you know, her, her love language, right? But then let's say I walk in the kitchen. Without even asking, I walk up there, and I grab the scrub brush, and I start washing those dishes, right? It always comes back to dishes for me. That's my, that's my <laughs> secret. We don't that's have a ace. dishwasher. There's always dishes to <laughs> wash. That's my ace up the sleeve right there. That's, you know, I go and I wash those dishes, that deposit or withdrawal. That's a huge yeah. deposit for my wife. But then let's say that we get done with that and the trash needs to be taken out. I almost hate going here with this, but let's say the trash needs to be taken out and I look at it and say, I'm not going to do that. You do it tonight, right? What is that? Well, for, for, for my wife, that's a huge withdrawal. But then let's say I do it again. I say, yeah. man, dinner sucked. That tasted like a giant duty bar, Corey. Do not do that again, right? First off, she'd probably really would chuckle. But for most people, that might hurt their feelings, right? And what is that? That's another withdrawal. Let's say I get down to zero, and then I do it again, and now I'm overdrawn. What happens when I say, hey, Corey, go make me a sandwich? I don't say that to her, by the way. Oh, I do, <laughs> but it's he always in jest. I do, actually, I do say it all the time, but it's always in jest. One of us say, go make me a sandwich. Am I going to get a sandwich out of that? Probably, probably not. Probably not. not. Why am I not going to get a sandwich out of that? Because... I overdrew, I overdrew my account. So yeah. the goal of, just like with the bank account, the goal of effective relationships is what? It's always to be making more deposits than you are withdrawals. Let's be honest. The ideology is, is we never want to make withdrawals from our, our spouse's accounts. But let's be honest. We all suck it up sometimes. Yeah. We all mess up. Do you hear, can y'all hear, can y'all hear Charlotte <laughs> in the background? She's, she's monologuing too. So we all make we all make mess ups. We all screw up. We all drop the ball. We all are going to make withdrawals in accounts on accident, on purpose, small things and big things. It's a part of the human condition. We mess up. So we need to be sticking way more money in the account than we are taking out. And this is what we're talking about when we talk about love tanks. It's just like a gasoline tank, right? You always need to keep that thing filled full because if you don't, what happens to your car? It doesn't go anywhere, yeah. right? And that's the same thing with relationships. A lot of relationships have stalled because they haven't been putting gas in the tank. So let's start today with one way that your spouse might have some good gas 
<laughs> I don't you know. Said I was yes. trying to go somewhere with that. It kind of fell flat. But anyway, so today we're going to start with words of affirmation. And one way to express love emotionally is to use words to build up. And that's the idea of words of affirmation. Trey is a very words of affirmation yes, guy. You're going to hear us say this over and over again. Words of affirmation are extraordinarily important to him. And if any of you know scripture of, of, of the Bible, you know, you've, you've heard it said that the tongue has the power of life and of, of life and death. And there's a lot of truth to that. And we can say words that can be hurtful and painful and, and, and really bring somebody down. And then we also know that words can really heal and bring happiness and joy to people. You know, we, we, we talk a lot here. You know, we understand that everybody here isn't necessarily a follower or a believer of the Christian Bible. But regardless to that, there's yeah. a there's a fundamental truth Very uh, to this. So. Even if you, you know, just throw away where it comes from, you know, there, there's several references to that in the Bible. And uh, like one of my favorite ones is it talks about how the, the tongue is a small thing in the body. Yeah. However, it holds great power like the rudder of a ship. Have you ever seen the sh- a ship's rudder? I mean, most of them from our giant aircraft carriers down to the, you know, the old, uh, the old uh, uh, frigates and whatnot. That they would use to in the with the wooden ones and whatnot. I mean, they were they were tiny little yeah. things, but they propelled these ships at at great angles, and they they would steer them and turn them around. and And the 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 tongue can be very very powerful, especially if you have someone who is uh, the words of affirmation. Yes, you'd be amazed at the level of changes uh, that it that it that it can make. And uh, so anyway, let's get into talking a little bit about so what are some of the different examples. And we're going to talk about four of the examples uh, are types that are given of words of affirmation. These are the types that are given um, in the book. And and I'm going to tell you ahead of time, sometimes I can never tell who's who's dominating the conversation and whenever we have these podcasts. But without a doubt, Trey is going to be taking a lot of the bulk of this because this is his love language, which means he's going to be able to describe it better than anyone could. Um, Although he is right, we were talking ahead of time just about who should be taking the reins. Uh, with this language and, and no pun intended with that, I'm, I'm a big, I used to be a big equestrian and I told him it would be like me trying to tell him how to describe riding a horse when I'm the one who's been riding and training horses all my life. And, and whenever you start to learn your spouse's love language, you should become an expert in it per se. Yeah, but. there's 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 a lot of um, kind of some analogy here that we can use, but at the start, you know, some of you guys are getting into this, going, "Man, I have no clue what my my, my spouse's yeah. love language is." Okay, now I know he's definitely a word of affirmation. Maybe is what you're realizing throughout this podcast. But you're like, I don't have any idea, you know, what dialect he is, because we're going to talk about four different, you know, words of affirmation as the language. We're going to talk about four different dialects today, which is going to be verbal compliments, encouraging words, kind words, and humble words. And so you may be like, "Well, I'm not not sure which one of these he is." The reality, of course, bringing up a really good point here is is you may need to have them educate you into what they like at the start. You may really depend on them. Um, Folks that are words of affirmation, you may have to step up a little bit and 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 educate your spouse. You can't just expect them to know these things. It doesn't matter if you've been married 15, 20, 40, 60 years. If y'all haven't talked about these very things before... You guys are you're going into uncharted territory. You're yeah. going to that next level we talk about. You're moving to the next level of marriage. And so you guys better be real open and talk with each other about this. And then the answers may be neither one of you may be these. But keep your ears open and listen out for some of those things today. So let's start with verbal compliments, babe. Let's do this thing. All right. The first one is verbal compliments. Now, I'm pretty big on this one. I, I do like verbal compliments, but this is probably one of the my weakest dialects. I really don't. This one isn't nearly as big a deal for me, but when we say verbal compliments, compliments 
are much, much better. They're much more motivational than nagging. Now, we yeah. often think of <laughs> nagging. What gender would we think about? We think of women. I hate the word nagging. However, men, we can nag too. We can absolutely nag too. And, you know, it's kind of funny. If you really look at like at a, on a gender scale, who typically leans towards words of affirmation more yeah, definitely the women. Typically women do. Now, there is there I really think men don't realize how much they really do fall into words yeah. of affirmation. Sometimes men especially need to be reminded of the man they are and that kind of thing. Yeah. So, but you know, we, women have a tendency to get more attention in this. Oh, you're beautiful. Yeah. Oh, you're wonderful. You're fantastic. Oh, you're so gorgeous to me. I, I sure do love you. You're so wonderful with our kids, right? These are the kinds of things we think about doing with our ladies, but I'm telling you guys, and gals, I say guys in, this, in the, the more neutral gender sense here, but verbal compliments are far, 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 far more motivating than nagging words. Corey, um, putting her on the spot here, but Corey had to kind of learn some of that the hard way. Um, at the start of it, what she saw was, was I, for, we're going to kind of tip our hand a little bit. You know, we've mentioned, you know, repeatedly that Corey is uh, an acts of service. She likes you to do things for her. And here, I'll do that for you. Is, yeah. is is just her oh, moment, right? She loves that kind of stuff. <laughs> just like that music and everything. And so whenever we first got married, I was sitting there giving her gifts, and I was, you know, loving on her and telling her how awesome she was and these kinds of things. I mean, she was just looking at me like, you know, just like a, a like she was, you know, numb inside. Like, you know, well, I don't get this, right? And so her natural reaction was, I want you to love on me the way I like to be loved. So let me get you doing this by... Using the nagging words. Yeah. And, and she wasn't as horrible as, as I may be making it sound, but it was enough that it irritated me. It pissed me off, frankly. And then I got reactionary towards it. So you can see how this kind of went all, already at the start of our marriage by not having a very firm grasp and understanding of our love languages. You can begin to see what happened. But yeah. I got to be very careful here, guys. Especially like if you men have acknowledged that like your ladies are uh, a, a, a verbal affirmation or somebody like that, guys, listen to me very carefully. Verbal compliments are not verbal flattery. You do not yeah. use these things to get what you want from somebody. Oh, man, you are just so awesome at doing this, right? It's, it's not about flattering them to try to get a reaction that you want from them. It has to be authentic. I think the average person has a built-in crap dar. <laughs> and we really sense it when somebody is filling us with a load of crap. We can really just kind of tell when there's something to it that is not authentic, when it's disingenuous is the word yeah. we often use for that. And your compliments have to be authentic. So what if you're like, Trey, my, my, my wife and I, my husband and I are at a point to where it is very difficult for us to see the good things in that person. So what are, I, I'm good with examples. Examples help me out. So what are some examples of verbal compliments? A verbal compliment could be something as simple as, babe, you look so beautiful in that dress. That's she a says that compliment. to me all the time. <laughs> Your makeup <laughs> is impeccable. Impeccable. <laughs> or, man, honey, you did an awesome job cleaning out the car. Radio silence. I'm kind of hoping Trey will clean out the car, even though I offered to. But oh, anyways, oh, that was no. a, that was a hint. I got <laughs> no, you. it really wasn't. I'm really kidding. But but that's a <laughs> that's a verbal compliment. A verbal compliment is not something like, "Man, you do such a great job washing the dishes." That why don't you go ahead and do it again? That's that's yeah. not a verbal compliment. A verbal compliment is giving a compliment without expecting to receive anything yeah. in return. 
That's you know, the, a verbal compliment. Kind of one of the key pieces that Corey's bringing up there. If you summarize it down, it's all about what's your motivation. Because, you know, you could say exactly. you were such a good dishwasher. And if the if the desire is I've seen you do this and you really are amazing at it and I just want you to know that, see, that's wonderful. But if the mentality is I'm trying to get you in there to go do that by giving you this compliment, yeah. it's more like that's it's manipulation. baiting. Yeah, it's manipulation. It, yeah. That's a great way to put it. It's baiting somebody saying, like, let me dangle this carrot in front of the dishes and see if you'll go do it. Mm-mm, that's not going to work well. Yeah. So let's move on to encouraging words. And I want to start out by just simply giving what the definition of encourage is. And encourage is to inspire courage. Period. That's is, all encouraging. This is my is. biggest. Yes. So let's give an example. Again, love examples. Trey, when he started doing Family Podcast Network, it's what been been almost two years on almost the nose years, that mm-hmm. he's been doing it consistently. <clears throat> Anyways, it was a hard thing for him to do. Trey's gift is working with families and kids, period. That I, I believe from the bottom of my heart, <clears throat> excuse me, that that is his God-given talent. He's amazing. I've never seen anybody better at it. And, I mean, whether he has a license, but even those that have had license for 30 years, I've never seen anybody better at it because he has a gift. And that's exactly what I told him whenever he started doing Family Podcast Network. And that was exactly what he needed to be consistent with that. I encouraged him by letting him know that with honesty, always has to be with honesty, by, I encouraged him with honesty by letting him know that he is amazing at what he is doing and should never stop. You know, some of it can just be a he's question. He's blushing. I'm sure he's blushing. No, I, I, first <laughs> off, I want to give kind of a physiological or an emotional report off of just even just Corey explaining to you guys what she feels. See, that gives me a fuel, an energy. Yes. It gives me a reinforcement. Yeah, uh, good. good job. Ding, ding, ding. It's kind of like that metal detector. That whenever you get over, you know, something that's metallic, it's like da 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 and it lets you know that you're there, right? You've reached a part that you might want to check this out, right? And that's kind of what the, the, the words of affirmation, especially these encouraging words, do is first off, they give me a fuel. That's why I, that's, I mean, if you guys ever notice, like if you listen to the family, you know, several of you guys are crossover listeners as well from the Family Podcast Network. I mean, you hear us talk about send us encouragement. One of the primary reasons that I, I ask for that, because it is really easy to sit down and do a podcast at one o'clock in the morning when I just read an email from somebody saying, hey, yes. we love yeah. this about your show. We love how you and Corey did that. Trey, we love how, you know, you, you talked yeah. about this the other day. I mean, even to a Facebook post. Yeah. Those kinds of things for me are dad gummed fuel because what I hear is we love you, we appreciate you, Trey. And I don't mean like we love you, Trey. But you know, it's it's an issue of we really appreciate you. We love what yeah. you do. And remember it's that affirming me that you're doing a good job, that, yeah. that you're reaching people, that you're not doing this for no reason. And those kinds of things really touch me. And Corey has gotten quite proficient at this now. I mean even just today and she I mean she sent me a, a text message or a Facebook message or something while I was at, while I was at my day job and she put in that, you know, Trey, I just want you to know that I really am proud of you or I really appreciate, you know, how you've you've worked so hard at FPN because this has probably been one of the most I mean I've been way more consistent with FPN than I've been with exercising or or yeah. healthy eating or 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 any other thing like that. This has been one of the things I've been the most diligent at. And so she reinforces that and and she's been doing that over the la- I mean since I started she's been doing things like that to help keep this going and it's been a major piece yeah. of what keeps me flowing. 
Yeah. And once again, I want to reiterate, these are words that you truly believe. And when, if you're like me, whenever you start, if you realize that your spouse is a words of affirmation, um, sometimes it can be kind of hard. Sometimes you may be so pissed off at your spouse, you can't hardly find a thing to affirm him with. But I encourage you to find something, even, and I know it sounds stupid, even if it's something as simple as, babe, I really appreciate how you get up every morning and go to work. Yeah. Now, that may seem pretty dumb because you're like, well, duh, you need to freaking get up and go to work. That's what the control freak wants to say. (laughs) But we need to encourage our spouses and tell them what an awesome job they are doing at fill in the blank. And we have to mean it. Again, it can lead into manipulation if you're not careful. However, your spouse will read into that because believe me, Trey has. So, But let's move into kind words. You want me to take this one too? Yeah, run it. Okay. I kind of wrote the notes, so they're kind of like geared towards me. But kind words are simply that, being kind. If you ask your spouse to wash the dishes and they go, I'd be delighted to wash the dishes. Well, I mean, you're going to be kind of pissed off because of the way that they said it with disdain and hatred. And there was a movie, I think we've mentioned this movie before, The Breakup Plan or something like that. And, the and that, that one with Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn. You remember oh. that? That We say it all the time. I want you to want to wash the dishes. Well, nobody wants to wash the dishes. <laughs> but it's unfair to expect, especially if, if in your house you have... Um, decided that you will have shared responsibilities uh the dishes are never fun they're never fun but a way to use kind words is to maybe say a phrase like it hurts me that you didn't offer to help this evening by doing the dishes and you can say this in an honest and kind manner you can say this without going why in the hell didn't you wash any dishes you're worthless well that's not going to get the results that you are desiring out of your spouse. You now, need to build intimacy by expressing true emotions and kindness. Now, we want to be careful that we, 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 we draw a kind of a delineation there. So you say, well, it doesn't get what you want. Well, some of you guys may be using, get the hell in the kitchen and wash the dishes because right. I want it done. And they go do it. And you say, well, well Trey, I mean, it, 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 it does kind of work. The answer is yes, it is working. It is not getting what you want, yes. which yeah. is love. Well, you and, understand? And, Love is a choice. Yeah, it is a go. choice. There it you is go. a choice. And that can move us right into humble words. The last, the last. Whoa, of whoa, the, whoa, no! You're blowing through this way too fast, yo. Well, I wanted to tie that in. We can go back. Well, let's but. let's. I want to break down the word kind. Okay. Because I think we use that word in kind <laughs> a lot. However, I don't think we really break down what does kind exactly mean. So, kind when used as the adjective, which is what we're doing here, right? Is the descriptive? It is the descriptive noun to the action that we're doing, right? Kind means to have or showing a friendly, generous, or considerate nature. Yeah. So anything that you say that is friendly, anything that you say that is generous, anything that you say or do that is generous, anything that is considerate, it thinks about other people. These are those kind things that we're talking about. Some examples might include, um, hey, are you okay? So especially like if it's been a hard day, if it's been rough, if one of them's yeah, had a difficult good. time with the kiddos at home, or if or if the you know if somebody you know, comes home from work and it's just been rough, you know, kind words can just be, you know, are you okay today? 
it can even be yeah. as simple like one of Corey's. You know, even I was we were kind of self evaluating this a minute ago uh, into how we use kind words. You know, even just waking up in the morning and say, "How'd you sleep, babe?" Yes, you that's that's, <laughs> that's a big one for that's me. a big one for us. I mean, it we is. ask that every morning. One of the ones that I had to learn the hard way was like Corey. Like she, I mean, she really as much as she is not a words of affirmation, she has tense of this because let me tell you, if Corey is sick and I don't call to check on her. She's not very happy. I can you know, and, and let me tell you why. And, and there's a reason for most of your spouse's reactions to things like this. Growing up, unless a limb was severed or you had a head wound that was gushing, you weren't sick. And so it's important to me now when I do get sick to actually be cared for because yeah. growing up, like I said, I mean, and, and I'm sure it's because my dad was a doctor and my mom was a nurse, you know, I mean, it, unless you were like on your deathbed, it was yeah. a suck it up and get over it. Yeah. Well, that's been something that Trey's really encouraged me to move past yeah. and to embrace when you're sick, not embrace like woohoo, but to recognize you're sick and Take care of your body and get through it. No, 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 no. No, there's more to it than that. Okay, go ahead. Let others be a part of taking care of you as well. Because, you know, in Corey's mind, if somebody else is having to take care of you, you've just become a bother, a nuisance, an issue, a problem. Not, it's an opportunity for me to love on you. Yeah. Through kindness, you know, in, the, in that kind of words. And that's not yeah. necessarily the words of affirmation. We're moving into to, to, to Corey's main love language again. But, but again, kind words, just you know, checking in with somebody, just being thoughtful, being friendly, being considerate of yeah. them, thinking about what they are going through as well. Sometimes that's healing. This is probably one of my least out of the, out of the different dialects here. You know, I like these. But, again, my big one is, is, is encouragement and, and the compliments is probably my biggest ones. Yeah. So, anyway, these are good. Yeah. So let's move into humble words. You see, this is actually one of my personal favorites. Um, I think this one is frequently overlooked. I think it is non-societally uh, normal. I'm going to give a quote-unquote normal there, not as the, 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 what we're striving for normal, but more of just kind of what we do, even though I don't think we know much better. Uh, but this next one is humble words. So what are we talking about when we say humble words? Um, let's start out with what the opposite the complete antithesis the edward to the what was the werewolf guy again jacob jacob the on, the, the edward to the jacob when it comes to to <laughs> these so really what is the opposite of humble words humble words are demands i mean non-humble words are demands these are the things you're you know go do this for me uh take the trash out for me uh yes you can even make a non-humble word uh something that is uh please attached right so and, you know, we, we're, we're talking about marriages today with all of this, but, you know, there's also something to say uh, as well about how we talk to our kids. That's why this is so fresh to me is because yeah. we talk a lot about this with our kids. We, we don't often use very humble words with our kids. You know, we tell them to get up, get off the computer, you know, go get your clothes on, go yeah. get in the shower. It's time, for, it's time for dinner, right? All of these things are demands, but listen right. carefully. Listen so very carefully, guys. Love makes requests. That's right not demands. You see, when we make requests from our spouses, especially those that are high in words of affirmation, I recommend that both sides, even if you don't have a words of affirmation, lovey, <laughs> even if you don't have that in your spouse, you need to be making requests yes. from them, not demands. Because why is that? First off, what is the primary relationship that we just talked about that we typically use these demanding words with? with our kids it's with our kids you see what i'm saying meaning and whenever we do that to 
our spouse, even when it does, we're not even trying to be yes. buttheads. And I am so bad about this. I am probably one of the worst. Even when we're not trying to be what Corey's talking about right there, even when we're not trying to do that, it still gets communicated that way. In many cases, not all, but in many cases, it still gets communicated that way. And it's so important because requests say that you're not my kid, which, again, I don't even think we should be doing it to our kids. And you are affirming. Remember, words of affirmation. You are affirming that they are worthy, that they are adults, that they are your peer. They are not below you. It says you are you are important. What is that, Corey? It's one of our you favorite. You are kind, you are smart, and you are important. You, what movie was that, Corey? The Help. The Help. The help? The, our book. Let's, let's sound smart. What book was that from, Trey? What book was that from? Yeah, because we read that first. <laughs> it's from the book, The Help. And you know what she was doing when she was, when she was giving that compliment to her, and that's what caused her. I mean, that's a beautiful movie. Really, that is a, a huge part of what that was, was the words of affirmation that she gave that girl to set her apart. She was giving her words of affirmation. Yeah. Do it again one more time. <laughs> that, okay, to do it correct. You is kind. That's it. You yes. is smart. And you is important. See, I love that. I mean, I, I want you to hear her say we're not trying to be demeaning with that. I, I don't no, I think no, she no, said no, it, it the best beautiful. in the best way. And that I mean it almost chokes me up a little bit hearing that. But that's the mentality that we're trying to communicate with this with these humble words. Yeah. Because the, 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 the fundamental thing is is that a request a request from someone, rather than the demand, it, 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 it creates the possibility for love to be communicated. You see what I'm saying? Demands choke that out. Whenever we command somebody to do it, we demand that they get these things done. We try to use some kind of authority, you know, authoritarian power. And men, we can be really bad about that because we often see ourselves as the, the leadership in the household. We can be really bad about this. It needs to be requests. That's because an humbleness acknowledges that even in states of leadership, leadership needs to be one of the most humble positions of all. Yes. It needs to be the position that puts value behind the other members in that leadership more than any other stinking person in the household. The leader needs that. Humble words. Humble words. So we want to leave you guys with this, and then we're, we're going to have Corey take us out. And I want you guys to remember something very, very carefully. Remember, not everybody's love language is not the same. So our most important part is to figure out what are we, what are they, talk to each other, and figure these out. I know some of you guys listening today connected with this and go, oh, crap. My husband is a words of affirmation. My wife is definitely one of these, Trey, right? I mean, we, we some of you guys have nailed that. I encourage you, now that you've heard these and you've identified that was just your test to figure it out. Start this podcast over and go into through it again. Now with the mentality of, okay, what dialect is my spouse? And then I would even encourage you, if you got the time, I understand you may not have the time, do it again and say, okay, what am I going to start doing? Don't forget, you don't have to make this some big surprise for them. Ask them. Yeah. What do you guys like? What do you? What are the things that you like it when I say the most? What are the things that you enjoy whenever I, you know, what are the, you know, which out of these do you like the most? And then help find those things. Let your partner, who is the expert of themselves, help guide you in figuring out what kind of words of affirmation they like, what kind of things that they need. Help them help you. Help me help you. All right, we got Charlie up here. Can you say da, 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 da? Can you talk? Da, 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 da. You know, it's funny. She's the most quiet out of any of our kids. Uh, yeah. Yeah? Uh, yeah? Oh. <laughs> she's, 
she's kissing the microphone right now. Yeah. Does that feel neat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she turned one Love last Saturday. And so she's she's my big sweet girl. She cut her first tooth. My babies are late teethers. And she really wants to walk. And she's as cute as a bug in her ugg. So And all of ours really have been late teethers, haven't they? Yeah. They, I Way was later too. than most people. I was Fascinating. too. So I think that's what they take after. So anyways, well, thank you for joining us today and dealing with some of the background oohs and ahs if you heard them. She was <laughs> she was actually drinking a bottle and choking about every other sip and Trey finally came around and goes, She okay? Yeah, I paused. <laughs> I thought she was choking for a minute. Yeah, no, she just kinda gets she in got a hurry. Quiet. <laughs> so anyways, so Okay, this is totally off topic, but I'm hoping maybe one of you ladies listening out there, and hopefully Trey will be okay with you saying this, I'm having the hardest time getting hummingbirds to come to my feeder. Oh, yeah. And if you, we had a hummingbird, we've lived here three years now, we had a hummingbird feeder out the first year. Second year, I was pregnant, and I just never got to putting a hummingbird feeder out. And this year, I've put them out, and they're not coming and I even put some red dye in there, which I know you're not supposed to, but I was hoping maybe the brightness would bring them up. We've got plants outside and flowers, and we've had just a ton of them before. So, if you, and I'm so serious, if you have some ideas to help me to get some more hummingbird feeders out here, go shoot me a message over on Facebook. Just post it up on our MPN wall, and, and let me know if you have some ideas, because I'm kind of out of ideas now, so... But anyways, thank you for that. But that's all we have for today. If you do have any questions or comments, it's Corey at The Marriage Podcast or Trey at The Marriage Podcast. Or again, uh, go check us out on Facebook. And uh, if you do feel like supporting us, and again, I want to reiterate, our shows will always be free. And our blogs, we will never charge for those. But if you do feel like supporting us, go check us out over at The Family Podcast Network. And uh, we really appreciate you guys. Hey, we'll see you guys next week.